In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You may put your hands together for the Lord and take your seat. Hallelujah. look at a couple of verses as prayer topics. Romans 6 verse the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord the greatest gift that God has given us is eternal life. But dying our death of sin and rescuing us from death, the consequences of sin, and has gifted us who believe in him eternal life. And God calls us as Christ followers to give this great gift to others that do not know him. Because of who we are and the world in which we live, Sometimes presenting this gift to others is a little bit challenging. The eternal gift of Christ is in a human vessel. Paul says, a jar of clay. And gets weak and frail by time and by diseases and sicknesses and infirmities. But it's important for us to remember that we have been gifted eternal life. And we are carrying these gifts that we also need to give to others.
And ministry involves many things. Not just preaching, but also listening and paying attention to the sufferings and the pains of, and the pains of people. So I'm going to turn to another passage. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7 to 15, I believe so. It says, but we have this treasure that is the gift of eternal life. in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. So we're carrying something. Eternal life and Christ in us. We are hard-pressed on every side but not crushed perplexed, but not in despair. All because the vessel can be weak. Verse 9, perplexed, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body <clears throat> the death of Jesus. Some versions will say the wounds of Jesus. So that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. We who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake. So that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then, death is at work in us. But life is at work in you. It is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have that same spirit of faith. We also believe, therefore we speak. Because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself. All this is for your benefit, so that the grace is reaching more and more people may call thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. So as Christians, we are subjected to suffering in this world. Suffering is part of this world. And many are suffering. And we will also go through suffering. But when we are suffering, we must not forget that we have within us a gift of eternal life that God wants us to pass on to others and to share with them. We must therefore be careful how much 
attention we give to the body. Because the body is carrying something precious, eternal life. And if the body breaks down, we can't carry out this gift to others. The clay is fragile, is weak, and gets weaker and weaker with time, and sometimes with diseases and infirmities. So we have to take care of the body because of the gifts of eternal life that we carry. Secondly, We must not allow this body of clay to always tell us how to live our life. There's a trotro that used to ply Accra and Labadi when we were young. It's a wooden trotro, and the owner is called Zoro. I was in school with uh, one of his children. When Zoro's car passes, no car can follow. Because the smoke it will give, every car will have to wait for some time. And it's a very weak trotro. But the smoke is very thick. And he steals. He steals sun at the beach. And the police will be chasing him. And then he'll make zoom, 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 zoom. Zoom. By the time he takes off, the police will have to stop. They can't see him. By the time the smoke clears, he's gone. But at the other side, of the trotro is written, don't mind the body. Because the body is not good, but the engine takes him everywhere he wants to go. And so as believers, yes, our body is not always strong, but we must not mind the body too much. We must pay attention to the eternal life within us. And not allow anything that is little to hold us back from serving the Lord. Because Christ from eternity to eternity is the wounded son of God. Before he came to this world, he's already been offered as the Lamb of God. And the scars were there from the foundation of the world. And then he came and physically we saw what happened. When we see him again, the scars will still be there. So that's the second point I'm making. 
we must carry the gospel to others, no matter how tired and sick we are, we must do the work of God. So, madam, second point. First point, take care of your body. Second point, don't always excuse your body. Third point, let us learn to pay attention to others who are suffering physically. Because some are suffering and some are in a state of suffering. Some with terminal diseases. And it's important that as Christians we are just not giving the gospel or eternal life to them but we are also paying attention by listening to the sufferings they are going through to minister to them. Some, it is terminal. I read a story this week, and even though it's only today that I got the underside of the story. But immediately I read the story, I said, oh, this country, they can easily kill you for nothing. And I'm sure you heard the story about a woman that they said was turned, a witch that turned into a bed, a bed that turned into a woman. You've seen the story. How many of you have seen it? Immediately I read the story, I said, there we go. Ignorant people who always should be blaming witches. There are witches, I know. I have seen some with my own eyes. There are witches. But we can't call anything we can't explain, understand a witch. We can't. We shouldn't. So this woman, they said he's a bird and he couldn't fly, so he crash landed. And they took her to the police station and all those things. But today, the other side of the story says that she got missing. She was, she is about 39 years. And she was born mentally retarded with all her faculties not working. It is just recently that she started talking. And so sometimes she walks and gets missing. And it was one of those that it got missing. And obviously, it's been missing for two weeks. She will look very dirty, frail, and hungry. Well, her sister found her later and because he saw it on the television and YouTube and all that, that they said a witch has crash landed. 
And people sometimes are killed like that. And we need to be giving attention to people like that and listen to them. Listen to their stories of confusion and pain and trauma and hardship. Sometimes it's not mental, sometimes it's physical. Like I was talking to a lady just this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday evening, just a run, that the adopted child who is not about 10, 20, 21, 22, they adopted him as a baby. And unfortunately, at the university, the boy is off and he's on drugs. Handsome boy. And the lady is in pain. Real pain. And literally crying. And all that. We should listen to people like that. And pay attention to them. For some, it's old age. It's old age. When they grow old, I visited an old, lady, old man recently, about 80 plus. She just got out of bed and unfortunately lost her balance and broke his hip bone and had to go through a painful surgery. And now he uses the Zima and in serious pain. So there are people like that. Others, it may be accidental. Car accident, vocational accident, and they may get hurt and crushed. And even though we are to offer eternal life, we are also to pay attention to the weaknesses in this jar of clay and minister to it. For others, it's psychological. Psychological pain and hurts. Because of an incident that happened. That they can't get over it. So people may have eternal life all right. But they may also be hard pressed on every side. Though they are not dead yet. Perplexed. Though they are hopeful that the Lord will heal them. I'm not sure about persecution. Whether we go through persecution in Ghana. I'm not too sure. Maybe there are one or two isolated cases. I'm not sure. That we know what is persecution. 
Eh? <laughs> I'm not sure we know that. I met an Indian lady a few years back who is involved in chet planting. You know, Indian is predominantly um, Hindu. And so they literally look for Christians to kill them. They look for Muslims to kill them. So this man and this woman and her husband have a church planting movement. Not a church planting, no. A church planting movement. So if they go to a village and they win a soul, they stay in that village for about three months or six months. They teach the converts. They eat with the converts. They stay in the con- with the converts and all that. And do a three-month or a six-month serious discipleship with them. The churches and the homes of the individuals. When they move out to the next town, they know that most of the time, by the time they come back for the next follow-up, all the people in the village would have been killed. And they themselves are continuously being hunted to be killed. I'm not sure we have persecution in Ghana. So I received mails from him from her, the husband, for prayer, intercession, and all that. Pastor Moses, I'm not dead, I'm still alive. That's the way it begins, because it's, it's carrying the mind that she may die at any time. That's the mindset. She may die at any time. So such people, I'm not sure we have one in Ghana like that. But if we meet people like that, we have to listen to them. I'm sharing this with us because the gift of eternal life happens just like that. But that gift is in a jar of clay and have to live for many years until the person is called home. In between, from the time of eternal life to the time the person is called home, there may be weaknesses and pains in this jar. We're supposed to minister to the whole, everybody, spirit, soul, and body. Minister to the body. Hallelujah. John sixteen thirty three. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. 
you have suffering in this world, be courageous. I have conquered the world. This is in the light of being witnesses for Christ. Hallelujah. Some versions say, be cheerful, for I have conquered the world. So there, there is suffering in sharing the gospel. Number one, we must not always allow this body. Number one, we must take care of the body well. Then number two, we must not always pay attention to what the body is telling us. Otherwise, we can't do the work of God. This week we went out, Saturday we went out to do a walk around. Uh, I wasn't too sure <laughs> whether we stayed long, but the other team said we, we, stay, we stayed too long. <laughs> but we were there on the field and we were just praying and looking and writing. Um, it was just a walk home. But when I got back home, my whole body was prophesying to me and telling me things. And I was listening. And I said, okay. But I reminded him, the body, that I'm coming this Saturday again. And I'm hoping that by the time you get Saturday, the pain should have subsided. But don't always pay attention to the body. That includes when you are feeling sleepy. It's not always when you are feeling sleepy you have to sleep. Because you have a shadow to pray. So you stay and pray. So some of the things I do sometimes to keep awake, the easiest one is walk around and pray. Sometimes I put my legs in warm water to refresh myself and keep myself awake. Sometimes I chew ginger to ginger me. <laughs> but you can't always sleep because you want to sleep. My body responds to sleep, sleep easily. So I easily sleep. Me, I easily sleep. I can stand in the bus and sleep for five minutes. Can lie on the floor and sleep. But the thing that put me to sleep very fast is cocoa porridge. So I don't drink cocoa. Even though I like porridge, but I don't drink porridge, especially in the morning. When I'm going to sleep, then I'll drink porridge. But if I make a mistake and drink porridge, <laughs> it's a battle for life. 
survivor. So if you know that some things will worry you, your time, your energy, don't do it. For the sake of the gospel. Hallelujah. For the sake of the gospel, don't do it. So that you can keep it. So when I'm going to sleep, cry. That's why I drink cocoa. When they are drinking, I say this one. No, no, no. Morning. I've been in big trouble. So we have a list of members who are not well. And we put those lists there. So that we can faithfully, continuously pray for sad people. Some are aged, some are actually not well, some are recovered, and some are improved. And I want to spend some time, look at that list which is mostly always on the platform and pray about them. And never forget to pray for sad people. Then I was talking to one of the deaconesses and I said, pay attention to your fellow deacons. Then they said, oh, we chat. I said, no, I know you chat, but pay attention to them. So I asked, what do I mean? I said, when you are chatting, do you listen to her properly? He said, yes. I said, that's good. Because we are not all the same age. We can't push ourselves the same level. But we have to minister to everybody. You don't have to assume that we are all the same. But if you don't listen, then you won't be ministering to some people. Are you with me? Hello, are you with me? So you have to pay attention. And he was sharing with me that any time you tell her, she seems to be forgetting. And I say it's because you have to pay attention to her and minister to her. So a lot of names are here and we are going to pray about the names and then after that we'll pray for other topics. Hallelujah. Let's rise on our feet. I'm sure you have your, the names on your, on your uh, platforms. About over 30 names that are there. We want to pray for some. We want to pray for some. Almost every week, I take someone to the hospital. Almost every week. Either to help the person to go or recommend the person to a doctor or something like that. Um, so if you have the list, let's open your phone. And we're going to pray from the head to the foot. From the head to the foot. For God's total healing on our people. Well, in July, twice this month, no, in June. Both in May and June, people have told me that, ah, Pastor, one day you have to make a lift here. 
Because I can't stop coming to church. Hmm. So I laughed. And I said, next time when we are building the church, we'll put the adults on the ground floor and put the children up. Or we can even swap now. We can go downstairs, have our church there, and then the children will come upstairs. But that's a request you need. So we're going to pray for our brethren, and you can pray for yourself as well, and trust the Lord for healing, both psychological healing, peace of mind, peace of heart, um, healing of vital organs, emotional healing, and so on and so forth. Let's lift up your voice and go through those names. Let's go through those names. I pray for our, bro our brother Joel. We thank God for a great recovery. I will pray for total recovery. We pray for Richmond. We pray for Reverend Williams. Pray for Amos' mother, Francisca's father. Brenda's mom, Fred Metal, Christopher has been coming to church now, still struggling, but far improved. Mrs. Ajay Sapon, Irene, Mrs. Nana Okra, not the Nana Okra we know, a friend who lives in Takrade going through chemotherapy. Wanda Ayi, Esther Okwe, Helen Richter. He's gone through surgery, recovered, glory or cancer, and so on and so forth. Father, we keep praying, bringing these names before your throne of grace and mercy. The Lord, you will touch them from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet. We pray that in the blessed name of Jesus, you will bore our pains and carry our sorrows, and you will we're whipped. Oh God, by your stripes, you brought healing to us. We're praying, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty power of the Holy Spirit. Lord God Almighty, as a congregation, we lift up these names of our brothers and sisters before you. And we pray that you will touch them. Let your Holy Spirit descend upon them and minister to their physical bodies in the name of Jesus. Quicken them, O oh God. Quicken them, mighty God, in Jesus' mind today. Quicken them, O oh God. Touch them physically. Minister your gracious spirit of healing in the name of Jesus. Lord, let the balm of Gilead touch them. Lord, relieve them of every infirmity. Revive their weak bodies. And Lord, grant them a restored body in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty power of the Holy Spirit. Eternal God, faithful God. Lord, minister to us. Minister to us. Grant us your healing grace and power. We pray, oh God, for Nanaba. We pray for the wife as well. We pray your healing grace upon their bodies. Pray that you restore them in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, oh God, for Johnny, the old man Johnny, touch his body, minister. 
in the name of Jesus. Lord, revive him and strengthen him physically in the power of the Holy Spirit. We pray, O oh God, for Lord God, Adelaide's mother. We ask in your healing grace upon Adelaide's mother. We pray that you would quicken her, minister healing, power, and victory in the name of Jesus. Our brother Eric is in your hands. Lord, touch Eric, minister Eric. A permanent recovery, oh God, in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, we seek you, we ask, oh God, total restoration in the name of Jesus. We pray for Nisa, we pray for Nisa, we ask in your hand upon Nisa. We pray for total recovery for it in the name of Jesus. We pray for little love. We ask in your touch upon it. Minister healing recovery. In the name of Jesus. We pray for Mrs. Lurie. We ask in your touch upon her body. We pray for Mr. Bonnie. We pray, oh God. We pray for We pray for We pray for Mr. Johnny. Each and every one of them. Minister your healing grace and power. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Now we're going to pray for young couples who have married recently for the past five years. We want to pray that God will continuously pour his grace upon them. Some of them have started new families. Let's pray for God's protection, God's counsel, God's provision upon their lives. And let's pray that there will be growth in their lives. I have met situations where people intentionally target couples to destroy couples and make their marriage not to work. I counseled a couple when I told them that, look, anytime you have a conflict with your wife, anytime you have a conflict with your husband, pause, pray for yourself and rebuke the devil over your life. Tell the devil to stop his whispers over your mind, not your partner's mind, your mind, for the Holy Spirit to give you patience. And the man told me, a pastor, he said, Pastor, you can't believe it. Anytime I do that, I see that I understand my wife better and we communicate right there and all the fights have stopped. So, the devil come to steal and to kill and to destroy. So, we're going to pray for all couples that are married the past five years that God will strengthen them and protect them and provide for them. And pray for those who have children that God would also help them. That's another area where the devil attacks with the children. Satan loves to attack little children. So, let's pray for them. Our Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. And we commit all couples who married in the past five years into your hands. We cover them in the blood of the Son of God. And we pray for your protection over them. We pray that you grant them grace and strength, O oh God. The Lord, your love for each other will grow more and more. That they will be established in this covenant 
of holy matrimony. The Lord, the covenant will be understood. And the covenant will work for them, O God. And the Lord, they will grow in maturity in the name of Jesus. And the Lord, you will keep them away from the works of the devil. And spread your wings of protection against the fiery darts of the devil. We pray for their children, your covering of your blood, especially in the night. Cover them in the blood and protect and shield them from all the wives of the devil. In the mighty name of Jesus. And then we want to pray for matured couples. All those who marry six years and above. I'm picking that because in industry, they will tell you, or even in child development, they will tell you that the first five years or so are developmental years, and anything can happen at that time. But from a certain age, I don't exactly what it is, but I believe six years. Same with business. If you go to a bank to take loan, if your business is below five years, that's a risky business. So they won't put money into it. But when you begin to get six years and you are stable, they think that you'll survive. So they give you. So we're going to pray for those six years and above, all the way to some are 40 years in the Lord. But sometimes the, the attacks of the devil comes in ways that you can't explain. Recently we met a couple who traveled all the way from Winnipeg to come and see us over literally 13. They've been married for 13 years. And the children are very young. And they need house help and so on and so forth. And they are struggling with that. And it's a big problem in the home. So let's pray for all these couples who are grown. And sometimes even the, the advance in the marriage, if it's not well handled, brings a problem. So let's pray for God's peace, protection over older couples that they will thrive and do well. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, oh God, for Every married couple, six years and above, and we're asking your covering in the blood over their lives. We pray that you will protect them. And we pray that, oh God, your Holy Spirit will rest upon them. The Lord, you'll take away anxiety and fear from them. you take away every confusion, every seed of confusion that I've been shown. you take it away from them. And the Lord, you grant them peace and wisdom and ability, oh God, to relate and to handle each other with respect and with love in the name of Jesus. Lord, let the marriages in this church last forever in the name of Jesus. Let his love to death to us part in the mighty name of Jesus. Let his last to old age in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless, oh God, the marriages in this church. And establish, oh God, the marriages. The Lord, there will be generations after them. We will see, Lord, children's children getting married. More of that in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We trust you in Jesus' mighty name. And then we're going to pray for the young ones that need to get married. Sometimes they will marry and then it stops. It must not stop. It must not stop. Every quarter, there have to be a marriage. In the church. Every six months. Every year. They have to be marriages. It's a sign. Of prosperity and the blessings of God. And there is. 
rejoicing and celebration and marriage and giving to marriage is a sign of God's blessing. It's a sign of God's blessing. Because you can have a whole, you can have a whole community where there is no marriage. But there are children. There are stepmothers. And so on and so forth. So getting married is a blessing. And it's difficult. It takes prayer and the will of God, the grace of God, the counsel of God to find a wife or to find a husband. The right one. And we're going to pray for the young men and young women in this church to marry early. To marry early. Never to be afraid. And to trust God. To choose right and to marry early. Because the Bible says that when we do that, we obtain the favor of God. Let's pray for the young men and young women. Father, we pray for the young men and young women. We're asking your guidance over their lives. We pray your blessings over their lives. Lord, we ask the Lord God there'll be no error, there'll be no mistake, there'll be no deception, but the Spirit of God will give counsel directly to them, oh God, and your name truly will be glorified in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh Spirit of the living God. Lord, walk alongside, Lord God, our young men and our young women. Lord God, hold them, oh God, in your will and in your path, oh God. And bless their eyes to see what you are showing them. And take your eyes, their eyes from what you are not showing them. And Lord, be a matchmaker among our Young people, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Now, on this Saturday, we are going out again. The reason we have to keep doing this evangelism, number one, because God told us, He's given us a commission, He's given us a free gift, and He's mandated us to go and win souls. So, we have to be obedient to God. We don't have to be disobedient to God. We have to be obedient to God. Secondly, we want to see this community trickling into the church. We want to see this community trickling. So we are planning a long thrust from September all the way to January. Maybe we may continue for one year or two years. But it's a clear strategy that we want to go house to house. And not just getting in and getting out, but being there for a number of months until every person in every house, in all this neighborhood, has an opportunity to receive Christ. And those that receive Christ, to continue with them to have a life group. That is the way we can say that the Great Commission is finished in Sadla. Until everybody comes to have opportunity to come to Christ until everybody has an opportunity to grow in Christ then we can say we have finished the great commission 
So this Saturday we are going out. And let's pray for that outreach. More people will be present. Let's pray for our absentee members that more will come to church. Let's pray for the children we are receiving this, this, uh, this Sunday. Hundred of them or more children coming. Let's pray for the new people we are receiving into the church. So a number of prayer topics. You're doing the, the work. We are receiving 100 people or more. We have a lot of converts. We are praying for absentee people. Let's pray on all of that. And let's pray for our leadership, the youth leadership, the teens leadership, the children leadership. Let's pray for them that we can receive these people and minister to them. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, oh God. We commit, oh God, the prayer walk into your hands. We ask that you will send more members to commit themselves to this prayer walk in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask the grace of God upon our lives. And we pray that, oh God, you will send us into the field and do the work, oh God, of soul winning. Enable us to see things that we need to see. Open our eyes. Press upon us. Speak to us. And as we pray, Lord, confirm your word and drive out the darkness and bring many to salvation. In the name of Jesus. In the name. We pray for those who are absent. Members who have been absent for a long time. The Lord, you will touch them and bring them in. We pray, oh God, for all the new believers who have joined, the new converts who are searching, searching and seeking to know the Lord, Christ, Jesus as Lord. We pray that, oh God, you will, you will reveal yourself to them more and more and you will bring them to yourself and establish them in the faith in the name of Jesus. Lord, as these hundred people and more, come oh God we pray the Lord you would reveal yourself to them as a church you will enable us dear Lord to receive them and to minister to them in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty power of the Holy Spirit may your hands be lifted over us as a congregation and may you minister to us we thank you we honor you we exalt you we give you glory we give you honor Oh, Lord, we say thank you in the blessed name of Jesus. We say thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. We're asking that your name will truly be glorified in our lives. We say thank you. And lastly, we're going to pray for God's intervention. You know, now, traditionalists are beginning to exert themselves and to raise themselves about the cultures and the people. And most of these things is because they think the church is an intrusion in the culture. And so this is the homo season for the guns. We just finished a ban on drumming. That ended in, in, is it July or June? June. All right. There's another ban on drumming from La. 
from the, I believe, 10th of August to the 1st of September. And if you know the people of La, they are very warlike. And La has changed over the years. Now there are more churches in La. And they haven't celebrated Homobo for a very long time. Very long time they have not celebrated Homobo. Very, very long. Maybe 20 years plus. It is this year they want to do it. So they want to make their presence known. And they have, when I saw the list, <laughs> I said, these people are now, they are growing wings. <laughs> Even Cahon, Papa, is in it. Nobody should do Papa. He's serious. So we're going to pray. We're going to commit ourselves in God's hands. We have just learned corporate prayer in last Sunday school lesson, right? So we're going to pray and ask God to take care of these edits, this band, that they are circulating. I have one on my table. They brought it there. That no organ, no microphone, no clapping of hands, no honking, no singing, no funeral, no naming, no wedding, so many things. Let's commit them into God's hands. That God will take care of this situation between the church and the traditionalists. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, we commit this situation into your hands that have come from the traditional rulers from love. We're asking that by the grace of the almighty God, you will lift up your hand, O oh God, just like you did when the apostles were put in prison. Lord, we appeal to the council of heaven, to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we say, arise and let your enemies be scattered. Oh God, arise and let your enemies be scattered. In the name of Jesus, we pray that your hand will be upon the churches and you will stop the work of the enemy, of the devil. And every form of confusion on the people of Accra in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. And lastly, we'll pray for the 60th anniversary of the Ghana Baptist Convention. There is so much that uh, must be done and that must be organized. Let's pray for the leadership of the celebration that God will guide them to do the best to the glory of God, to the glory of God, that all across the nation, the name of Christ will be lifted, the name of Christ will be glorified. Let's pray for the travelings of meetings that are taking place. The youth are coming all over Africa, 
uh, to Ghana for a Baptist work. The women are going to Ajura. The wives are going to Ajura. The delegates are going to Ajura. They are traveling all over for this 60 and Let's pray for God's protection on the road and in the air and God's blessings and glory. Our Father, we continue to pray for this 60th anniversary. Our Lord, we're asking, oh God, that you would make it memorable to the glory and honor of Jesus. That Christ will be lifted up. Christ will be exalted. Christ will be known, oh God. And his name will be magnified in the name of Jesus. We pray for the leadership and all the committees that have been formed. That mighty God, <clears throat> by your favor upon the church, O oh God, these committees will excel in the wisdom of God. And they will work with the churches. They will work with the leaders. And the Lord Christ will be exalted in all these celebrations and make him known to people. We pray for travelings all around the city. And we're asking for your protection for Lord travelers all across the continent, all the way to Ghana. May your blessings be upon us. May your blessings be upon us. May your blessings be upon us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen.